Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 806. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at rabbiyasmachatake10fortorah.org. Today's 10 is sponsored by the Lewis family in memory of Fred Lewis, Father Yitzchak, Ben Aftali, David, Zichrono Levracha. So I apologize for the hiatus. There was a simcha and the family, thank God, and then I had a little bit of traveling for a wedding. But now we are back, and what I wanted to discuss today is the bracha of Sim Shalom. It's from a share that I've been giving over the course of some time from Shemona Esrei. But I wanted to talk about this final bracha, this bracha, where we pray specifically for peace. Now, the entirety of the bracha is worth delving into, and I hope to do that in more depth in the share that I am giving. But let's talk about just what is this value of peace altogether. What is the peace that we're referring to? The Medrash in Bamidbar Rabbah talks about how Ein Ha'olam Misnaheg Ela B'Shalom. The world can only be maintained by peace. Vaha Torah Kula Shalom. And the entirety of the Torah is Shalom. Shalom. There's this idea that everything is about peace in Torah. It's all for the purposes of peace. But what, what exactly does this mean? What does it mean when we say that the Torah is all about peace? So the Sifri says the, the, in the Brachos, of you might think that that's enough, that you should just be able to eat your bread with satisfaction. But the Pasuk there continues that because no matter what you have without Shalom, it's nothing. And so the first element that we have of peace, and the first and most important part of what it's all about is peace is, as the Mishnah in Uktzen says, it's the Yisrael. it is the utensil that holds everything else. Now, that means that Shalom on its own isn't the point, but Shalom is the state of the world and the state of our lives in which we can appreciate everything else we have. So this would explain why Shalom is as how everything closes. Everything closes. All tefillos close. The Medrash I mentioned earlier talked about how Shema calls, uh, closes with Pori Sukkah Shalom, that, that uh, closing bracha. Bracha uh, Skohanim closes with Shalom. Tefillah, Merch Sam Yisrael Shalom is the last bracha, obviously. Kaddish ends with Shalom. Um, everything. Uh, every sequence of paragraphs pretty much ends with Shalom because it's the final note because everything before it is dependent on it. The ability that we have to retain in a meaningful way any of the brachos that we just davened for. God will provide, and that for that, what he provides, to be meaningful and enduring, it must be held in a kli of shalom. So the very first and most basic explanation of the shalom that we ask for is just to have a sense of of uh, lack of distraction that's brought on by Machlokas, the lack of, of uh, you know, uh, arguing, and, 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 the la- and we, we, we find this so often, it's so sad and terrible, when people who have everything, they're blessed with so much, but it's all grabbed up with the kina and the tachris and the competition and the jealousy that exists in the world. But that's not the only idea of Shalom. As well, there's the idea of, of wholeness. Wholeness. What do we mean by that? So the concept of shalom is also when we understand that there is a shlemot, there is a totality of something, and we are a piece of that totality. We're a piece of all of that. Now, understanding that I'm a piece of a thing, and I'm not the entirety of the thing, right? There is a shalem, and I am just a piece of that, allows me, hopefully, to be able to realize that I am doing my part in this world, 
and the other person is doing their part. I have my role, they have their role. That leads to what we refer to as shalom. When we look at the, the, the shleimut that exists, or at least ought to exist amongst people, we acknowledge and understand that my, uh, underst- my, my existence in the world is just a piece of that, and somebody else's is an equally valid piece of that. That being the case, I should hopefully be able to live with myself and where I am a little bit better. Um, the idea that my personal personality traits uh, are are uh, part of a larger um, piece of, of what's necessary in the world. In, in my marriage, uh, I am a complementary being to the other person with between the two of us. We have shalom bias. We are meant to complement, not necessarily be exactly the same. We are meant to complement each other and uh, thereby uh, figuring out how to fill in for each other's what, what is lacking and to impress upon the other our strengths so that we are able to live bishlemut. That's an important part of understanding what shalom is getting your role and figuring out where you are supposed to be. There's another element of shalom, not just understanding your personal role, but it's sort of the inner peace that we all desire. And, and here we have Achronim um, uh, who point to this element as well. You know, if you think about peacefulness and, and the idea that I am sort of set, uh, I, am, I am an effective human being, it's difficult because sometimes our desires and our passions they go in opposite directions. You know, we want to be stingy, but we want to be generous. And sometimes it's appropriate to be stingy when we think maybe somebody's scamming us. Sometimes it's appropriate to be uh, maybe a little bit, uh, a little bit more generous and not be so second guessing of everybody and everything. So how do we balance? our character itself. How do we balance balance our different ideas? Sometimes we want to be good, sometimes we're not so in the mood to be good. We want to be able to be a vessel uh, which is effective. We want to be a useful vessel. When the Gemara says, when the Mishnah says, the kli that is machzik bracha is shalom, we want to be a useful kli. If we ourselves are pointed in multiple directions and we're not uh, we're not focused in our utility, so then we have a problem with that other type of shlemos. We have to figure out how to balance our inner beings, and and that's what we daven for. So so far we're davening for the kli that holds all of the other bracha. You can only enjoy anything else in life in a state of shalom. We also talk about the fact that uh, shlemos means that there's a bigger picture of which you are only a part and that should allow us to recognize what our role is and what it is not hopefully thereby also bringing peace to other people and this that last idea that hopefully we pray for an inner peace that even though we have different drives and even though we are all after different things and even within us our drives might be in opposite directions hopefully we are able to resolve them so they can complement each other appropriately that's an element of shalom three elements of shalom that we daven for this of course is not just we daven for ourselves like this is our very greeting of other people shalom aleichem shabbat shalom these are the things we say to people we we wish everybody else that same inner peace and that same ability to hold on to bracha that same understanding of our role in the world we specifically in the prayer of some shalom focus on shalom amongst Jews. When it says "Venasati Shalom Ba'ara," it's referring to the the blessings that we are to have if we keep the mitzvahs properly. What is the shalom? So there, Ramban says, "Shiyeh Shalom Beinechem Velo Sidlachamu Ish Ba'achiv." 
we should not fight one another. Not talking about enemies. Like, we're not talking about foreign. We're talking about domestic. That we ourselves should be able to get along. We should be able to be supportive of each other. Hopefully, if all of those other elements of Shalom we discussed so far are in sync, we should be able to do so. But that is always going to be our biggest challenge, getting along with each other. It's very often the people who are the most similar, who find the most slight and silly nuances to fight over because they are otherwise so close. And it's the ability to look beyond those small things to be able to appreciate the other, which is what ultimately brings shalom, and that is, as we said, the goal of an asati shalom ba'aretz. And finally, we talk about the Torah. Torah's Chaim comes up in the paragraph as well, and that's because the goal of Torah is peace. We know that one of the only moments in Jewish history where it could be pointed to that the Jews were entirely in peace, the Jews dwelled next to the city, in sing- next to the mountain, in singular. That happens at Maimon Har Sinai. We were all sharing a unity of purpose. We were all in it together. That is the one moment, the one significant moment, Medjish Tanchuma says, God wanted to give the Torah earlier, but couldn't do it, because they were arguing over you know, whether or not we should have a new leader, we should go back to Mitzrayim. There was always some strife and, and contentiousness amongst the people. And only when the Torah was given, the Torah was only given in a moment of peace. We usually think that we, uh, we, 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 we developed this peaceful relationship because the Torah was given, but it seems that the Torah was only given because we were able to find that secret of being able to get along. Finally, the idea of peace, you know, what, what are we talking about uh, when we think of peace with another person? Uh, Chaim Shmuelevitz talks about this Vayichan Yisrael, it's, it involves the actual ability to do things for others. It's not just getting along in some sort of theoretical way that I'm not in any fight with anybody, but it's actually, he says, They helped each other camp. They all camped together. They all got this done together. They took care of each other. That's how we bring peace, by doing acts of kindness for each other. And if we do that, that ultimately is the goal of all of Torah. And as we begin with, the entirety of of the world. Have a great day.